what is that like to win gold at the Olympics? Winning a gold medal is really cool, but it's a tiny moment. The 16 years that it took to get there is so much more valuable than like the medal. I got a call from Donald Trump to do The Apprentice. What? <laughs> would you have ever thought being on that show that Donald Trump would one day be president? Like, how, how trippy is that? It was wild. This is the single biggest argument <laughs> no. in our relationship. What is oh it? You've never talked about this. Wait, this is actually the biggest argument that you have in your relationship. Legitimately. Yes. I, I, let me tell a story. Hey, before we get started, if you could please leave our podcast a review, you can do that on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to us. It takes literally like 10 seconds. It's, it's super fast and easy, and it really helps us out. So thank you so much, and now to the episode. What's, What's up, up dudes? <laughs> and welcome back to the Unplanned Podcast. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Today we have some very special guests. Yes. We have Sean Johnson East, East. and Andrew East. Yep. Nice. And we're so happy to have you guys here. I can't believe we're in Nashville. This is cool. Welcome to this town. This is very exciting. Good to have and you. And I'm like, I was doing some research on you guys. I didn't quite understand like the accomplishments you guys have had in the past, but like, you guys have, have you done some amazing things. Yeah, you were in the Thank NFL. You. Okay, Andrew was in the NFL. Sean is a has multiple gold medals in the Olympics as a, an accomplished gymnast. Well, like, I definitely knew that. I grew up watching her. That's so cool. That's, <laughs> that's really, so really cool. cool. Thank you. Yeah, you guys are cool people. I'm like, I just have so many questions. I'm excited to talk to you guys. This is cool. We literally just came in their house like an hour ago. So this is yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's, it's good to meet you in person. It's fun. I knew yeah. from the first time we talked to you guys that we'd get along and here we are. So I feel like you and Matt have very similar energies. In fact, from behind, you guys look a lot alike. Are you guys the same height? Yeah. 6'2"? 6'2". Hey. That's what we were talking about on the way here. We're both height difference couples, but your guys' height difference is... A little bit more. Yeah, how tall are you? 4'11". 4'11". Wow. Just 6'2"? How tall are you? 5'2". Yeah, Abby's 5'2". Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah, we were also talking about that. Like, I feel like you guys are a lot alike, too. Like, from what I've gathered, it seems like you guys have a lot in common. Except I mean, I'm not a U.S gold medalist in the olympics but you like okay <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like you could have been a gymnast abby like your your really? build i feel like you have the gymnast build i think yeah well, thank you i don't know you what do the i know theater route instead though yes yeah. well unsuccessfully but yes <laughs> different vibe for sure again. different vibe <laughs> yeah. yeah well i'm i'm just like so excited to talk to you guys how did you how did you guys meet by the way like i don't know if we've ever talked about that before we were on your podcast last year and i'm like so mm. stoked that now you're on ours. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we met, I went to the 2012 Olympics to work and found myself at a cycling event where I met one of the USA cyclists. His name is Guy East. Um, we, he, we were talking. He was explaining the event. He was explaining how it worked. And at the end of it, he was like, if you take anything away from our conversation, it's that I want you to meet my younger brother. And I was like, okay, <laughs> this is never going to happen. Um, <laughs> We flew back to the U.S. and he had like connected us, and randomly we went on a blind date and kind of what? Kind of the rest was history. Wait, what? So I actually had I was like anti-social media at this really? point, which is comical. I formed a Twitter account <laughs> to slide in her DMs, and then I got her number, and then uh, and then we arranged this blind date. Yep. Kind of. It wasn't really blind date, but it was like you had no idea. Who it was, was a blind date in the sense of like I had never seen you. Yeah, we'd never Facetimed or anything. It was just like, was it a little awkward? Very. (laughs) I was having the best night of my life, dude. We went out to L.A. and we had this. We ate at like seven different restaurants, and I had like an entree meal at every single place. I was crushing food because I was like in the middle of football season. Yeah. 
and I was, dude, I was like cracking jokes left and right. I thought I was hilarious, and Sean didn't even. She was just stonewalling me, like didn't get a smile until the very end of the night. I lived by myself in Los Angeles. I didn't trust anybody. I felt like everybody had a motive or an intention. And <laughs> yeah. I just kept trying to figure out what his game was because he was yeah. so nerdy and quirky Thanks, and weird. Babe. Thank you. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. And it wasn't until like the very end of the night you did something and I, I literally had this glimpse of like I think this is actually just him yeah. and it was ridiculous and I was like, like it's, it's not cute. a facade so, so you almost had this wall up because I'm, I'm assuming like being an accomplished gymnast having all the success at a young age there are probably people that just wanted to take advantage of you or just wanted to be your friend because you had won gold medals like what what was that like living in LA like you're not from LA I'm not guessing. from LA I'm from okay. Des Moines Iowa oh, and cool. after the Olympics in 2008 I had then gone on Dancing with the Stars twice I was back on Dancing with the Stars while I was in LA and going on like dates was not something I really did and if I did go on a date it was because someone knew someone knew someone and could vouch for them yeah and how I, old were you at this point? 20. Okay. And I didn't really have that with Andrew. I had met his brother, but I had just met him at the Olympics. So I, I didn't know who this guy was, and I didn't have, like, a team to vouch for him. So yeah. I was like, I just don't know what you're about. But Sean's been through a lot. Sean's been in the, in the limelight for a long time. She's had, like, the stalker issues. She's done – I mean, she's been in the game, like, since she was 12. Yeah. Well – so that's a long time and i don't want to go down the rabbit hole but you have to think the more you get to know andrew he's just quirky and yeah unapologetically himself and Let's like say yeah to that he doesn't really oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> every once in a while he has to do something that's like yeah, socially yeah. not acceptable but it's just him yeah so that <laughs> night we went on like this <laughs> we went on this date that's kind of mad yeah. yeah i do some weird stuff sometimes yes. i'm sorry so we were like on this date and it just so happened to be his 21st birthday don't know how that happened Wait, what? on our first date it was yes. my 18th birthday really really yeah, we went no that was our first date and yeah. that was our first kiss and it was like my first time kissing a girl and it was magical wow, wow. that's adorable sean didn't let me kiss her though so no. ours, ours in a different no. did you try did you but try it was to? his like 21st so. birthday and he's like i'm a college football player and like telling me all these things which I, I feel like I had okay. no, but you were you were saying you're like I'm a college football player, and I had met college football players before. There's like a very stereotypical like image that comes with that, and he's like I've never had a drink in my life, and I was like what? I don't trust so you. Like I, I don't understand. So then he like starts to drink and never like gets drunk by the drinks, and I'm like I, I this isn't making sense. Wait wait wait. <laughs> like, wait, wait you not? just said that you had never had a drink in your life. You you had your first alcoholic it's, beverage in. Yeah, with, on your first date. but then no, I no. didn't. So no, I was like watching him drink. It was hold on, weird. Hold on. No, Sean, hold on, hold on. <laughs> now knowing Sean, she took this as a challenge. Yeah. Of like, oh, this is your 21st birthday. Like, game on. I'm gonna make this a whatever. She was like a challenge for her. So she was ordering drinks throughout the night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that was the and first not time partaking, I drank. but like watching. And then at the end of the night, you're ordering drinks and you were 20. There was technically four of us, because that sounds oh. sketchy. Yeah. There was technically four of us. It was me, my girlfriend, who was like, I needed someone to go with me. I yeah. couldn't do this solo. Him and his brother that I had met. Okay. Uh, my girlfriend okay. was 25, so she's the one that was like ordering. Okay. Not for me. I wasn't drinking. Yeah. I was literally in the middle of Dancing with the Stars. I would never have. But like at the end of the night, when like we were wrapping things up, I was like trying to be nice, because he was like, visiting in los angeles yeah he didn't have a car anything <laughs> and i was like okay so can can me and shannon my girlfriend drive you back to your hotel like we'll drop you guys off 
and I was just trying to be nice. And this is just Andrew now that I know him. And he's like, oh, we don't have a place to stay. And I was like, oh, okay. We're sleeping in our car. That was a plan. Me and like, my brother the normal person would have been like, you could, sure. Either no, we're good, or you can drop me off somewhere. But he's like, we don't have a place to stay. And then just like, period. And I was like, okay, what are your plans? He's like, we're just going to sleep in our car. And I was like, that was the game plan. Weird. We're simple people. And then I shouldn't have done this, but I felt like pressured to a certain extent. I was like, we have a spare. And it was like, by, I couldn't even get the sentence out. They're like, yeah. Not true. Yes. Yeah. And you would like to sleep there. Yeah. I literally was like, I'm going to get murdered in the uh, middle of the night. Yeah. No first kiss, but you got it to sleep over the first day. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So wow. me and my <laughs> girlfriend, she stayed with me. We went to the upstairs bedroom and we pushed the dresser against our door. <laughs> Because I was so, like, I was so nervous. I but don't you woke up to a poem. I wrote you a poem of thank I you. I woke up. You guys had cleaned God. the apartment. You have written yes. a poem Sweet. on the whiteboard. Anyway. And I was like, I don't understand what's happening. It's so, so. embarrassing to Yeah. So you had your first drink on your first date? Yeah. And you spent the night on your first date. That's right. But in the downstairs area, and then she put a dress in front of the door. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, very romantic. I yeah. that, that it went great. That sounds like an yeah. amazing first experience. <laughs> and then it took him nine months to convince me to go on a second date. What? Where I finally agreed. I flew, I flew out to Nashville. I met him. And within the first, like, 24 hours, I called my mom. And I was like, I feel like I'll marry this guy. Aww. It was adorable. Yeah. You redeemed yourself. Thank you. You're welcome. It's been a fun ride. That yeah. is a crazy story. Okay, yeah. I did not know it was going to be that complex when I asked like how you guys. Met. Yeah, so that's cool. And your but your brother was in the uh, in the Olympics. He's a, I'm the worst athlete in my family. No, you're sure. not. He's a really good cyclist. Wow. Yeah, like he was like Lance's right hand. But on a, you know what a velodrome is like track cycling. No. You should check this out. It's like know. a super steep bank. You can get up to like forty plus miles an hour on a bike just whipping around this thing. So anyway. whoa, yeah, whoa, and. Your brother was just like, yeah, we'll just go to L.A. and sleep in our car. Like, that was the... Yeah. He was had that a, your idea or his idea? <laughs> it's so an he, East thing. <laughs> it's an East thing. I, dude, at this time, I was in college. I literally had one outfit that I was wearing. I just, like... I had dreadlocks back in the day. Well, not on I was our first date. I was living it up, no. dude. Yeah. No. We need so, a picture of you in dreadlocks. He flew into the L.A. airport, hopped over, <laughs> walked to, like, the Hampton Inn next door, and changed in a bush behind <laughs> the hotel. Are you kidding me? <laughs> and this is your knight in shining armor. Uh, right yes. Here. Yes. Yes. That's uh, hilarious. Enough about me. Seriously. Enough. Thank you so much. <laughs> we uh, should talk about your stint in the Olympics. I feel like it'd be wrong not to. Yeah. Sure. What the, like, how does that even work? Are you busting? I'm guessing you're working really, really hard at a young age to. Extremely young. To if do you that, were right? at 12. People are under the age of 18, right? I'm not, I'm not like super educated on this Olympic thing, but like people are in the Olympics winning gold medals under 18. And uh, did you win gold under 18? Okay. At 16, yeah. Wow. So I started gymnastics when I was three. It was just like something my parents put me in. It's one of the first things you can do as a kid. And it's like a padded playground. So they loved it. I loved it. Um, fell in love with it and just continued doing it. I did a ton of other sports growing up played soccer, swam, danced, all these things. But as each sport or activity became more and more time consuming, I kind of had to weed things out. Mm -hmm. And gymnastics was last man standing. I made the USA team at 12 Whoa. and started traveling internationally and went professional at 12. Um, made the In Olympic Iowa? Yeah. Wow. Yep. We would all go down to Houston. That's where like the team was based out of. But I would train in Iowa and train in Houston for a week every month to like reunify with the team. Um, 
made the Olympic team at 16, went to the Beijing Olympics and won four medals. That's incredible. Yeah, it was amazing. Holy crap. So no one else in your family had done anything like this? No, my parents were athletic. They did a ton of sports, but yeah, that was out of the norm. Okay, your parents must have had to have so much commitment to get you to all these practices and, and, and the training. Like, was your mom just like traveling with you all over the country? Like, how did this work? They never missed a single competition. And blue collar, Midwest, took out three mortgages, like, worked multiple jobs they were like the opposite of stage parents every single day i came home like i came home from a five-hour practice they'd be like are you really sure you want to go back tomorrow like we're fine if you want to quit like please quit wow (laughs) they they really wanted me to be just like a normal kid that was at home yeah and every day i would just beg to go back you're just naturally very driven person i don't even know if it was that i just i loved it so much i was such a self-conscious like timid kid shy kid and the only time i felt powerful or felt like I had confidence was in a gymnastics gym like whoa it made me feel like I could fly it made me feel superhuman and I loved that did you like the competition of like seeing how far you could push yourself and how much you could accomplish if you kept working and working yes I loved training more than competition um competition like the nerves and stuff was always fun and exhilarating but not what I lived for I lived for the challenge in practice every day of trying a death-defying skill and getting that for the first time is like an adrenaline rush I you can never replace. You must have had some crazy injuries throughout this process. I was very, very lucky. I had one of the world's best, I think he's the world's best coach, who was the most cautious, most amazing coach ever. And in gymnastics, I had a couple of small sprains, but that's it. Wow. Wow. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. Because when you see what these gymnasts are doing, it was like you could break everything yep and 12 is that a typical age for kids to get on the olympic team um 12 for the olympic team no i made the usa team which is like the national team okay so you can't qualify to the olympics until you're 16 okay but making the team at 12 is is fairly young i'd say in gymnastics around 13 14 is usually normal okay i it's because of like the way my birthday fell it's kind of like if your kid is a young kid in class or an old kid in class Mm. By cutoff of age limits, mm-hmm. I was just a young kid. Yeah. Um. So it was a little early, but kind of normal for gymna- for gymnastics. Yeah. I can't even imagine what it's like to attempt like one of those tricks. Is that what they're even called? Yeah. <laughs> like for the first time. Yes. I people always say this, but to explain it a little differently is you're not walking into the gym and your coach is like, "Let's try a triple twisting double back today." You. It takes years. In mm-hmm. years and years and years to try one thing. So, like, you would walk into the gym tomorrow and I would teach you how to walk in a straight line, basically. And then you would progress that to, like, walking sideways. And then you would walk and spin. Like, every single day is a tiny little progression. So, by the time you're throwing a death-defying skill, it's still exhilarating because, like, you're doing it for the first time. But you've done these little progressive movements over the course of months, years mm. that you've, like, developed that it's not quite as scary as people think but it's just fun that being said i would love to take you to the gym tomorrow and see a triple twisting double backflip i would like you. yes i would like to try it yeah. <laughs> I will I'll say you had one day matt was That'd like i'm gonna learn how to do a backflip no actually i and learned how to do did it. i learned how to do one last year backflip it's so much fun good for you i haven't done it in a year though so let's we should try it out well you crashed and burned multiple times and then <laughs> you just did it wow what is that like to win gold at the olympics Pretty does it cool. feel like a long time ago it, or does it feel both. Like, yeah, it okay. feels like someone else and it feels like yesterday. Like 
now that I'm mom and I'm in a different role, I, it's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Like we have our 15 year reunion this year. And I'm like, wait, I forgot I did that. For me, it was such a, it was just a passion. And so the metal, though it was so incredibly fulfilling to a certain extent, the experience was so much better. Like the mm-hmm. tw- like the 16 years that it took to get there is so much more valuable than like the medal. Yeah. Because like winning a gold medal is really cool, but it's a tiny moment. Was there ever a moment afterward where you're like, oh, like I, I did it. Like, w- like was there ever an identity crisis of oh, I freaking won a gold medal. Now what, what do I do? Yes. And it's very hard. And a lot of athletes really struggle with it. Um, I feel like Andrew went through it too after the NFL. I, every single decision I made for probably a solid six years, probably 10 to like 16, every single decision I made on a daily basis revolved around gymnastics. How I ate, what time I went to bed, how I scheduled my social life, like everything about who I was as a person was revolving around gymnastics and the goal of making it to the Olympics. And so as soon as I was at the Olympics and I had the medal and it was done, I didn't know how to operate as a human being. I didn't know how to eat. Like, I literally didn't know how to sit down and eat a meal because I was like, wait, I no longer have to eat a salad with chicken and quinoa and like all these things. Mm -hmm. Can I actually go eat that brownie and that be my whole dinner? Like, it was very confusing. I didn't know what time to wake up in the morning. I'd never been in like a fitness gym before. I'd only ever been in a gymnastics gym. I didn't know like how to work out. I didn't have a coach telling me how to like be a person. (laughs) <laughs> and were you still attending high school like a regular kid at this time? How did that work? So I did public school all the way through my junior year. My junior year was the Olympics. Um, I couldn't go back for my senior year just because of the chaos that kind of mm-hmm. came with it. High school kids didn't really know how to be chill. Were they mean or were they like too like, whoa, it's like it's Sean Johnson. She's the gold medalist. Like how, how did they perceive all that? I... Going back to when I was saying, like, I was very shy. Because I went to public school, nobody knew I was a gymnast. Like, mm. I was very shy to share that. Yeah. So at school, I was just a normal kid. I always, expl- like, compared myself to, like, Hannah Montana. I was like, <laughs> people don't know at all what I'm doing on, like, the side. Um, just a way worse singer. Way worse. <laughs> <laughs> way worse. Um, and so when the Olympics happened and all the notoriety that came after that, I tried to go back to school and it just became such a distraction for a lot of people. And I, I don't say that to like hype myself up at all. It was just wild. And so I ended up having to tutor my last year to finish. Wow. But Was that upsetting or were you kind of chill with the whole tutoring thing and not having to... Oh, it was actually really upsetting for me. I oh, loved really? school. I, I was a school nerd. Yeah. So, too bad. Yeah. Not being able to like walk through graduation and stuff was like devastating to me. But oh, that's too bad. It's okay. Wait, that's so sad. So then, no, how did you? No, it's did fine. you have like a graduation ceremony at home? No, I got my GED. <laughs> Wait, what? Which that was? Oh, yeah. You've never talked about this. We don't ever have to talk about that. We don't ever have to talk about that. This is the single biggest argument <laughs> no. in our relationship. What is oh it? My God. What is it? What's? This? I can't believe I'm I'll let you tell this. a story because I don't. You've never talked about this. Oh, how can I make this like a two minute? Wait, this is actually Sorry. the biggest argument that you have in your relationship. Legitimately. Yes. All right, let me tell a story shortly. <laughs> All right, so Sean had always said, like, I, I want to get a high school diploma. Like, she loves education. She yeah. enrolled at uh, Vanderbilt. She enrolled at Penn State and, like, was trying to get her college 
degree, but she was like, I still haven't finished high school. Wait, no, there's an asterisk there. I finished high school. All right, you tell the story. <laughs> Hold on. No, because we're missing. This is, oh, I'm very stubborn by nature. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So after the Olympics, I came back, couldn't go back to high school, enrolled in a tutoring program, finished high school. And at the end of this tutoring program, <laughs> they were like, do you want to buy a diploma? And I was like, what is the point? Like, it's not, it's not my high school diploma. I'm not walking through graduation. And I was like, as long as I don't need like a piece of paper, I'm good. Yeah. So like I literally finished high school. At this time, I was enrolled at Stanford University. What? And what? That's so cool. After the Olympics and because of everything that happened, I kept deferring because I was like working and doing my own, like a different mm-hmm. route. I deferred long enough and met Andrew that I then wanted to go to Vanderbilt. I was following him. So I went to apply to Vanderbilt and they're like, we need your high school diploma. And I was like, oh, I don't have one. But I finished high school through this program. They said, okay, just like send your records from the program. I call the program and they have ceased to exist. <laughs> they, they shut down. They have deleted <laughs> and burnt every uh, record. You're that like, they okay, ever listen, you're not going to believe this. <laughs> yes. So you literally don't have any proof of finishing high school. No. So by paperwork, I was a junior in high school. And I was such a nerd in school that this like rocked my world because Vanderbilt University was like you need to go get your GED and I was like never in a million years will I go get my GED which I just yeah because I like in my mind I was like I am an A plus student I have a 4.2 like no I'm not gonna go get my GED I was just being stubborn so anyway she just telling me all this and I'm like all right sweet let's sign you up for the GED we put it on the schedule day comes around she's like I don't want to do it so then I'm like all right I'm gonna reschedule this and you look me in the eyes and tell me that you're gonna do this. this <laughs> Never is we're, this is, we're like we're like a year into Never dating. <laughs> and she says, I'm gonna do it. So then two months goes by, day of the test comes. We had to drive an hour south to Huntsville. I wake her up at like four AM. I'm like, Sean, we're going to get our GED. And She's I was like, like, I haven't I'm studied, going. I'm not going. I'm not going. And I was like, you're going. Because <laughs> I know you. So it was this I, I literally drug her out the door. Yeah. He basically threw uh, me over her his shoulder. Put her in the car, and she didn't talk to me for the entire trip. Didn't talk to me for the whole time we were down in Huntsville until we got her test results and she passed. And I, was I was so like, mad what? at you. I came out of the building. I hadn't studied for it because I was being so stubborn, and I was like, "I'm gonna go. F- I'm gonna go freaking fail this GED. <laughs> I'm gonna fail it." And I literally walk out, and he has the biggest smirk on his face, and I was so mad at you, and. He's like, should we like log into your account and see <laughs> if your results are in? I was like, there's no way the results are in already. And I hadn't known that he had hacked my profile and no. he had already like looked at the results. No. And so fast. No. Evidently. Because it's all like online. Okay. You're like doing yeah. A, B, C, D, whatever. And he's like, well, here. And he like hands me the phone and it shows like the passing. And I was like, I could kill you right now. But guess what? You're really glad that I made you do that. So. I'm sweating <laughs> thinking about this. Anyway, we were, yeah, I, I, I was so mad out that Sean Johnson never graduated high school. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's crazy. Good Did memories. you go to Vanderbilt after that or? No. Oh gosh. So, so I got into Vandy. Okay. Uh, it was like a week before I was supposed to start. I got a call from Donald Trump. To do The Apprentice. What? What? I feel like your life is just... What? (laughs) Yeah. This is like a movie, you guys. This is literally like a movie. You're telling me you answered the phone and it's Donald Trump? Literally Donald Trump is... Literally Donald Trump is on the phone. Like, I want you to be on my TV show. (laughs) It does sound ridiculous. Yes. Yes. That is crazy. What is The Apprentice, by the way? I don't even... So, The Apprentice is a reality TV show where... 
think of like Dancing with the Stars, how it's a competition. You have all yeah. these celebrities competing, but it's an entrepreneur type show. So oh. you go and you like start businesses and oh. you're competing for like a business title. Okay. And it's led by Donald Trump. Like, have you ever heard like the You're Fired? Yes. You've never, you've never no, heard no, no, of no. The I've, Apprentice? I've heard of The Apprentice. Yeah. I just had literally uh, yeah, no really clue what, what it was. That's like when I first heard of Trump, I was like, oh, that's that one like TV yeah. show guy. Yeah. So yeah. He, yeah. he literally called me. It was weird. It was weird. <laughs> and at like, that hi? time, this was pre-COVID. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. At ahead. this time, it was pre-COVID. So Vandy didn't have any virtual programs. Zero. Really? At all. And they they said, you either have to be in class on campus <sighs> or you have to transfer. So I ended up transferring to the only virtual campus at the time, which was Penn State, and did The Apprentice instead. And this is back in 2000 what? Mm, 14? 14, I think. Oh, and then it, that season aired 2015. It was the last season of The Apprentice. Yeah. That's crazy. What was that world... like? I didn't even know that, like, Would you have ever thought, being on that show, that Donald Trump would one day be president? Like, <laughs> how, how trippy is that? It was wild. It was wild. It was a lot of fun. It was definitely the most, like, truly reality TV show vibe that I had ever been in. So they wanted drama. They wanted yeah. tension. They wanted manipulation and stuff. And I think coming from the athletic world, there isn't any of that. Yeah. So that was really hard for me. But I mm. loved the challenge of, like, going into the business world, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, that's really scary about reality TV. Like, somebody else controlling the narrative, yeah. they could just make you look like a villain just for good TV. And they TV. can make you say mm -hmm. anything. Right? Because they have so much footage of you. They can so they can much. take whatever and, and package it up, right? Or they could we even... We would sit in a chair like this for hours and just do interviews and then you would watch it back and you'd be like, I never said that sentence. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, it's wild. What's yeah. that called? There's there's some sort of um, technique to it, right? Where they take your words and like piece them together yeah. to make you say something. Yeah. That's scary because you sign like your your life way effectively, right? When you, yeah. when you sign that paper for the reality TV show. Yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. It You've done wild. so many crazy things. <laughs> I know you have too. Yeah. So talk about the NFL. Wait, yeah, the NFL. It was fun. Uh, yeah, my, my my list of accomplishments is much shorter than Sean's. But uh, actually, my favorite thing she ever did was Whose Line Is It Anyway? That was Do you cool. remember the show, dude? Yes. That's that was my fun. favorite show. How many anyway, shows have you done? A lot. That's cool. Do you like doing shows? Yeah. There, you... there have been some that I liked more than others. But Is there a show that you haven't done that you want that you want to do right now? We want to do The Amazing Race. So do we. Don't tease me. So dude. do we. Don't tease me. Wouldn't Don't. that be such a blast? We have a lot to do. You compete. guys would win. We, yeah. We compete. We compete against <laughs> you guys. And lose. <laughs> I think you guys would have, I think they would say the same thing. What I love about what we do now is uh, I feel like it would be so bad for my ego if it was just the Andrew show. But what's fun is like, I always thought when I made it to the NFL that people would be like, sweet, this guy's an NFL player. You're a big <laughs> yeah. deal. Yeah, and I made it in NFL, and there's like, oh, you're uh, Mr. Sean Johnson, right? And I was like, the, yeah. Initially, I'm like, I'm dang, no, but but honestly, it's been such a blessing. It's been so good. Uh, otherwise, I'd probably have a massive head. So, do you guys ever get I'm competitive just, in your marriage? Since oh, you're both yeah. competitive people, With oh, you do everything. Yeah, it's a kind of a fun thing. It used to probably be unhealthy yeah. to some degree, but now it's before, kind of fun. Before kids, when all we had was like energy towards each other, we were competitive with everything. <laughs> everything. Now it's definitely died down because of the kids, but yes. We That's kind of fun. We we're fun. literally not. Why aren't we competitive? No, I'm competitive. You're not competitive. <laughs> I'm the most competitive person <laughs> in the world. Abby, Abby I'm Mrs. Participation Prize. <laughs> I'm like, everybody wins. 
Like every night after dinner, we would go outside and play like cornhole or ping pong or something. Oh yeah. But we would end up playing for hours because it'd be like rematches of like, no, no, no. <laughs> you won that one, but I will win this yeah. one. And then it, it would end up being like best out of 20 or it was wild. You never did sports? No. <laughs> I mean, you're I never, did as a kid. And you're like, that. that's hilarious because you're an NFL athlete and an Olympian. So it's like, of course you're you guys gonna are going to really butt heads trying to compete Dude. against each other. That's yeah, hilarious. I didn't really do sports. Yeah. But the NFL, so how, like, how does that work exactly? Like, did you did you get drafted out of college? Did you mm. go, is it called being a free agent? If yeah, you yeah. end up uh, just sending mm-hmm. it on your own, how did, how did all that work? Yeah, so I went, I played football at Vanderbilt, which is how that whole exchange happened. Nice. Um, went to business school there. I was like in my MBA. He's and, very smart. And then I get a call and like... I don't know how they came up with this ranking because my position, which was a long snapper, is like it's not like a quarterback where it's like, wow, his passer, uh, his pass completion rate was really high, or he like had a lot of rushing yards. It's like, yeah. uh, you know, he was kind of accurate. It's it's hard to quantify. It's very totally. niche. Yeah, my brother yeah. actually was a long snapper in what? college. What? Oh my gosh! My older brother, uh, his freshman what? year of college, was a long snapper for Missouri S and T in Rolla, really? Missouri. Okay. For my mom went to school. My grandpa went to school there. And um, my mom was so pumped that he was like continuing on the, the family legacy and going to school there. And then he transferred to be at Mizzou with his girlfriend oh, <laughs> and stop and stop football. But yeah, when you I, uh, when you said long snapper, I was like, that's dope. Yeah, I know so about you know that. a little about it. It's like yeah. it's hard to rank. Right. Yeah. But they had me ranked as like the number one long snapper in my class. So I was getting calls from like the Patriots and coaches were coming to visit. It like was sweet. It felt like the dream was coming true. Uh, and I was being told that I was going to be drafted draft day comes and goes and no one picked me up. I didn't get any calls. So then I go on the free agency circuit, which is essentially like I get offers from different teams. Yeah. Patriots say, Hey, we'll pay you $5,000 to come try out with us, uh, like sign with us and see how far you make it. And Mm -hmm. the chiefs, the chiefs, uh, was the most compelling situation. So that's who I first signed with out of free agency. And, pretty much the job was mine dude mm-hmm. I, it was just like don't mess it up andrew and you'll be here for 15 years because long snappers play a long time wow. in the nfl the turnover is very low wow. uh, but they had a opening and i showed up and i just had like this crazy uh like mental block where i couldn't do what i'd done for the last 15 years like i was wow. terrible at long snapping when i showed up in kansas city and it was crazy because this was right when sean and i were about to get engaged we we're having all these conversations I had a signing bonus, right? And I spent every dime of that uh, signing bonus on her on her engagement ring. Wow. Little did I know about taxes or any of this stuff. So no. let's see it. And then I, I got cut. No, <laughs> I got cut and I had it's signed beautiful. a three year, like just shy of $1.5 million contract. And I was like, sick. I didn't know how the thing worked, like all the stipulations. So I got cut after three months and like not that much money. And so then we're like, I'm like in the red. I have negative dollars in my bank account because I had just purchased this ring and I had to pay taxes. Mm. And it was like this crazy stressful situation. Wait, wait how much is but this then, ring? Wait, wait, one, no, a $1.5 million ring? No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I didn't, the NFL contracts are not guaranteed. No. Or okay. at least in my position, okay. right? So I, yeah. it was supposed to be three years, $1.5 million. I got okay. three months and like, like not, none even, of it. not even a percentage of that. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it, it was crazy. Yeah. But that's ultimately what, what, uh, forced me to figure out something else in life yeah which i signed up to be an uber driver i sat on the couch for like two months at home and then we yeah. signed up like i started his mba from when vanderbilt and he signed up to be an uber driver yeah, i was like engaged. babe 
Yeah, it's okay. When Matt so you almost had like an identity crisis in a way. Yeah. You're like, what am I? <laughs> yeah. like, what should I do? Because like you, yeah. I'm, I'm assuming you worked your whole life yeah. at football. Yeah. And then it didn't work out. Yes. And you're like, frick. Like, yeah. what? What's next? It was, it was well, not good times. It's funny you say that because like I, I've never been officially diagnosed, but like I, I get like social anxiety and I'll get in, like anxiety for different things. But um, the way that you said you almost like I guess yeah. panicked in a way with uh your that whole tryout with the Chiefs like there's been times even as I got deeper and de- deeper into theater like I cared about it so much I wanted mm. to be like so so good and I put so much pressure on myself yeah. that I'd get like really really nervous because I just had all this pressure there and I, I really wanted to succeed and it seems like that's mm-hmm. what you wanted it seems like you really wanted it and that almost like was man what kept you from mm-hmm. doing what you wanted it's crazy here's what I love about marriage and parenting is the the uh parallel lessons that it teaches you the carryover lessons that it teaches you about other parts of life right and so like with parenting you you watch griffin crawl around and you're like like you're so stressed but you know it's probably better to just let him figure things out right like you want to be closed-fisted like really control oriented but it's probably healthier to to have like a little like open-handed mindset if you will if you're Mm -hmm. tracking me in the nfl dude i went from like oh i love football in college i had a blast dude i was Mm -hmm. like just loving it yeah and then it was like stressed and i was like i have to make this work i need to make this work i don't have any other job lined up like this is my only money and it was just like this really i like clenched down and it was dude so andy reed is a coach there yeah we would have these team meetings with like 100 players in the room all the coaches he would walk in everyone's quiet I I've never experienced this in my life, and I rarely cuss. But I would have I would literally have to bite my tongue to prevent myself from like yelling out the f word. It was like this crazy impulse. Really, dude. I was like, what the heck? I felt that before too. You think what? of like some crazy thought, like something that's just like not you. It's not you, and and you're like, why am I thinking that right now? Yeah. And then you can't get it out. Yeah, like you can't. You, yeah, it, I couldn't move past it. So anyway, it was like this really. Um, I'm really glad I went through it. It was very painful in the moment. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was crying when I got released. I just uh, felt like uh, no self-worth. But now it's just like, okay, that put me on a different path. And totally. as long as I keep chugging along, like, it's going to be okay. Things are totally. going to work out. So, yeah. 100%. Yeah. That's crazy. You thanks for, thanks for being vulnerable and, like, and sharing that. I'm also curious if you don't mind me asking. I was looking. I was doing some like snooping at like your uh like just just what's on the internet about you honestly and it, it showed like di- a bunch of different teams it was like yeah mm-hmm. the kansas city chiefs and then it showed like the washington uh redskins or that's what or, they used to they be used called, used to be called yeah, now yeah. they're the washington commanders yeah but uh, yeah it showed yeah. all these different teams and what did something happen i guess after the chiefs where you were like trying things out with different teams and it didn't work or how did that so I was, I was really fortunate to be like um i kept getting signed okay. so i was like signing contracts and each one was like three years you know one and a half million dollars whatever yeah but like i said it's not guaranteed so mm-hmm. i was good enough to not just get tryouts not just get calls i was like literally signing with teams and i ended up signing nine contracts with seven different professional teams wow but i kept getting released so like camp comes around you've heard of hard knocks probably i think so uh so it's like it's all about making an nfl team and so yeah. they'll sign uh like 90 guys to a roster so and 90 then, guys will get a contract yeah. okay and then they'll have to whittle it down in august and september to 53 is yeah. what mm. is what each team has to walk okay. into the season with and i would always get cut so gotcha. they basically like rip up 37 contracts every every year yeah. But you still you still got that money though, right? Something. No, no, nothing. You no, don't bro. get anything. So they, they pay you like a couple hundred dollars a week to do the yeah. workouts, but it's like it's not paying. And and you have to 
Yeah, it's, it was. You have to put all your big. eggs in that basket Wait, that's, too. That's that yeah, so no, wrong. That seems well, so wrong to like just here's a couple hundred bucks. Thanks for like giving up your whole life to try to make it on our team. I mean, it's like it's an opportunity. It's a window that you have for a very small amount of time. Mm-hmm. Some yeah. people are able to like you know have a longer runway and keep yeah. trying. So I ended up because of what we got into with like YouTube. I was able to keep trying for the NFL mm-hmm. for five years. Uh, and I was making videos about like getting signed and getting cut. Is that was what our content was about, really? kind of. And then uh, after five years, I finally signed with the team yeah. and played in my first regular season game. That's which was, sick. was always my goal, and so it, it worked out. It was fun. Which team was that? That was with Washington. Washington. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, okay. yeah. That's I was, awesome. I was out there with like Adrian Peterson and Vernon Davis, sick. and I was like, "Oh my gosh, <laughs> are you serious?" Okay, <laughs> so I just crazy. have to ask because when you look at a football team, bro, like everyone is huge. Yeah. Everyone's massive. I don't know if you've been next to like jj watt but these guys are like huge dudes yeah Yeah. and you're obviously you're a big like you're very fit you're a big dude but like being out there with like dudes that are like almost seven feet tall like 300 pounds like just you know no fat all muscle was that like terrifying like i hope they don't tackle me and i I don't know uh you i I got used to it like after a while because like you're doing it in college and and the pros but i'll never forget my first play was against this guy uh calias campbell and this dude, look him up. He's like six foot yeah. five or six, oh, 300 and something pounds. Oh, and he shoot. runs like a four, four, six, 40. He's like a freak dude. <laughs> oh, and I go out there, he's lined up against me and I'm like, I have to block you. <laughs> so I was like, I'll just give him my best. And it worked out. All right. But it's nice. it fun. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. There's some good athletes in the NFL. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. I'm not one, but yeah. Yes, you are. No, you're, <laughs> to make it that far is like incredibly impressive. Yeah. Like, what is guys- that fun ride? Yeah, you guys go from these like crazy athletic careers, and now you're in full blown mom and dad life. Mm -hmm. The best face. It is the best. You have a sweet little girl. How old? Three. Three, and then a little boy that's almost two. Uh, yeah, be two in (coughs) July. Yeah, sorry, two in July. Which Griffin will be one then? So, do you ever feel like you want a little gymnast and a little football Mm. player? (laughs) It's not up to us. What made both of us like fall in love with what? our sports was the fact that like we found it and we loved it so much mm-hmm. so i truly feel like and we we talk about this a lot it's our job now as parents having experienced that to try and give our kids every opportunity to find their thing mm-hmm. that's cool i could care less if it's gymnastics mm-hmm. i lived that life for so long i'm ready to put that behind me if nobody ever wants to like watch a single gymnastics competition for the rest of my life i'll be happy if that's what they choose, though, I'll be their number one fan. That's a really it, healthy I really feel, like, cool. perspective on it. It also scares us. We've talked about this a lot. If they choose gymnastics or football, because I feel like they'll have unfair expectations put on them to yeah. be good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where no kid should have that expectation put on them. They should be able totally. to be miserably horrible at something. Yeah. Youth sports are crazy. So, like, uh, gymnastics specifically, I feel like. Sean wins mm-hmm. a gold medal in the Olympics, right? And her gym's in Des Moines, Iowa. Like, there's not a lot of gymnast training there at a high level, right? Yeah. She wins this, and everyone's like, "Oh, we need to, we mm-hmm. need to train under Sean's coach." So there, people move across the country yeah. to put oh their, they put their like 12 year old daughter in in the same program as Sean I was because it's that like stuff. that's mm. crazy. But it's like pretty people put a lot of stress on their little kids to try to get a college scholarship or go pro, and it's like, whoa, wow. that's crazy. That's not I've my seen yeah. That. yeah yeah. The greatest thing you can do for a kid in athletics, I think, or in any hobby or sport that or thing that they like fall in love with, is try to like grow their passion. It has nothing to do with you. The thing that I see in parents a lot is like parents 
desperately want their kids to succeed. So they're like, if I can find you a better coach, if I can get you better time, if I can find a better gym, uh, find a better opportunity. And that has nothing to do with it. As a parent, you have to allow your kid to fall in love with something. And you have to let it be their choice. It's like that same desperation mm-hmm. mindset. Like, like earlier, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, whoa, don't force it, man. Don't. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. But. Well, she's three now. Is she in gymnastics classes? She is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she loves nice. it. And she, she loves she it. I was so <laughs> terrified, especially with our first, to let her kind of do her first thing by herself. Yeah. I was terrified to put her in the hands of someone else, just like everything. Yeah, because you could have been her coach, right? Oh, never. <laughs> I will never coach my kids. I, I always want to be mom. But we have the, there's this gymnastics gym in Nashville that we love, and we're really close with the owners. And I just knew that they would take care of her. And so we kind of started her there as her first activity. And yes, it was gymnastics, but she loves it. She has a blast there. She gets to go be a kid and play around. It's fun. She does that, soccer, ballet. Yeah. I feel like they have to be such athletic little kids. I mean, we were talking earlier about them walking at like eight months. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) That's incredible. Yeah. They're just born athletes. It's stressful, to be honest. Having a little eight-month-old tearing up your house. That's (laughs) (laughs) Our little boy, Jet. I can't wait to see what he turns into. Yeah. And how do you guys navigate that, too? Like, doing social media, how do you navigate being parents and also being online and, like, navigating what you show, what you don't show? Like, talk to me about that. It's a day-by-day decision. Um, We've kind of put in place some boundaries throughout the years of, like, what we're comfortable with and not. Everything has to be from a parent's perspective. It can't be about our kids. So our kids can't be, like, the forefront of our stuff. If they say tomorrow that they don't want to be on social media at all, then our social media s- should be able to s- still be standing, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah. We put a lot of thought into it. And fortunately, Sean always keeps – I'm probably, like, the type to overshare. Sean keeps me in check in that yeah. way. But I always – like, my dad filmed everything. He was at yeah. every football game filming every game. Yeah. I'm used to, like, making these home videos and having someone there filming. It's almost like a instinct that I feel like I have. Yeah. But what's fun is, like, what we consider what we do is creating shareable home videos. It's not like a scripted reality type thing. It's, like, just home videos. And what's nice is you were talking about reality TV and they mm-hmm. can twist a narrative. Yeah. Sean, like, could – we went to Disney World for the first time recently, right? And there's, like, articles written about it. Sean goes to Disney anything she does like headlines pick it up so someone's gonna someone's gonna make the narrative right yeah i would prefer us to have some like Mm. say in that you know what i'm saying i don't want i don't want that to be someone else's job it's like hey well let's let's we can kind of shelter or like decide well let's totally let's go this direction was that part of your like decision process and choosing to go on social media in the first place or did you already have you probably already had a social media i had a little bit I had worked in press for so long that kind of I understood it, but we didn't. I didn't have social media during my Olympics at all, which was great. You had one of the first Twitter accounts. Sean had at one point like may, maybe you had like the to- a top ten follower count on Twitter, and people were like, what? "Sean has ninety nine thousand followers on Twitter." Back when well, it was young, obviously. It's because Twitter it was partnered. Like, it was Twitter <laughs> launched when we were on Dancing with the Stars, and Twitter beta tested a bunch of stuff with the whole cast of Dancing. So. Oh. We anyway. had it, yeah. Which we, we should talk about Dancing yeah, with the Stars. That's so cool. Two times. Yes. What's, what's with funny, the two best dancers. I know. They're the best. 
Like, yeah, I was I was texting Andrew. I was like, "Hey, man, I just like saw you guys on TV on Nathan oh, the Stars," yeah. and oh, yeah. then I felt like an idiot later. I looked it up. I'm like, "Oh, Sean, like, did you? Wait, you won. You yeah. won Dancing with the Stars. Yes. What was it? Twice or once or? Uh, one and came in second. Okay, mm-hmm. incredible. Is yeah. it a That's blast? Crazy. It's the best. It looks so fun. I it's, mean, we both love yeah. dancing, so it just like yeah. looks like so much fun. Everyone there is so nice, and they want you to succeed. It's not that like conniving, manipulative, cutthroat show. Yeah. They truly want to like help you do your best. So it's a lot of fun. And That's... both my partners were like big brothers to me. So it was great. That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool. Would you do it if you got invited? A uh, one thousand percent. <laughs> Abby would kill it. Abby's such a No, I wouldn't. I would I feel so out of it, especially now that I'm like pregnant. I'm like, I can't even walk, right? Like how am I how would I dance? But I would have so much fun. But I would get nervous that I'd forget the dance. Because you guys learn them just that week. You learn it like two days before you perform it and I never felt that. I felt it once. There were there was one week where we were like backstage getting ready to walk on. And we were, like, going through the motions, and I just, like, blanked. Yeah, that's happened to me before. Uh, I forgot a whole dance, and it was a solo. And I think yeah. ever since then, I got a little bit, like... Yeah. Abby was telling me, Derek Huff was one of your partners, and then mm-hmm. the other guy was Mark... Ballas. Mark Ballas. Yeah. And he was the guy that... He just recently won with Charlie Emilio, right? Yeah. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. It's, uh... And they're brothers. Wait, what? No, hold on. Sorry. You gotta... Wait, what? Pretty much. <laughs> they grew they grew up in the same house, pretty yes. much. Is what Their you whole mean. life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They call each other brothers. Yeah. That's dope. I didn't even know that, actually. Yeah. They li- and they I'm grew- such a fan of Dancing with the Stars. I really am. Yeah, they're awesome. Cute. My mom used to have that show on when I was a kid, and uh, it was that show and The Bachelor. Those were like the oh, two yeah. shows she'd always watch. Bachelor. We'd was- always watch it and then go to dance that week and like, do a recap of like Dancing <laughs> with the Stars, like what we thought of the choreography and like... I remember, I remember asking my mom one time, I was like, are all these people married that are, like, dancing with each other? Because yeah. some of the costumes yeah. were a little, like, oh, I don't yeah. know. I was like, wow. And then she's like, no, Matt, they're not married. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're married. Actually, yeah. I was, like, yeah. eight years old. Oh, because it was, like, saucy? Yeah. So sh- The salsa. Sean was on the show the second time when we started dating. And I'll never forget, like, it was a big thing with my mom, who's not in yeah. the public eye. She's not like into the vibe at all oh yeah right? and she was like she would like send me articles because there's a bunch of tabloids about like yeah sean and uh mark out to dinner together are they oh. dating and it's like it's like <laughs> anyway it's funny yeah. but that's sweet really I was gonna, this is like really backtracking but i was i'm just curious with the olympics do you have any like affiliation with them anymore like any contact with the olympics yeah so i still go to almost we go to almost every single one i work as like color commentator like a color commentator um, or a lifestyle commentator. But we still go, I still go to the national championships and Olympic trials. And I know everybody really, really well. What's something about like the Olympics that people don't know about? Like something unique that I don't, maybe you haven't shared before? Or is there something mm-hmm. like that that people just aren't aware of when it comes to the Olympics or being a, a young athlete? Um, Why do you think of it? I have another story that my mom sent me, I think. Wait, oh, yeah. so you I am some? about to pee my pants. Can I go really oh, yeah, fast? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, yeah, go. No, you're good. Uh, <laughs> you're totally good. This is your reminder to write a review for the podcast if you have a minute. Shout out to Rach Faulkner, who already did that. She gave us a five-star review and says, Love, this is my go-to podcast now when I just want to unwind, do some chores, but feel like I'm hanging with friends. Listening to Matt and Abby is easy and makes me laugh. Despite the name of their podcast, I actually appreciate how they live their lives with intentionality, maturity and humility it is refreshing and i think a great example for this younger generation that was so nice that's really really nice thank you rage yeah thank you rage so if you have a minute leave a review it really means a lot yeah and if you put your instagram in the review we'll even shout out your instagram too so 
Fun fact. All right, back to the episode. We love you guys. Every Olympics, there's always news on the Olympic Village and like what goes down yeah. in the Olympic Village. And so, come across this article that's like, how many condoms are used yeah. in the Olympic Village? And it's like tens of thousands, right? And yeah. sh- literally, it was like Sean's name. Which is dumb. It. I was six. I was a minor. Are you kidding? And, and like uh, yeah. a cyclist name who like we know are like some of the two only athletes mentioned in the article. And, and I was they like, just pulled like, these why? out of nowhere. They just yes. pull these names literally out of ESPN nowhere. ESPN ran the story. Well, what? Because it's because it's you had some story about you like you kissing on the balcony or something. Like, I don't even know what happened. No. But. Taylor Finney <laughs> was he lived in the apartment above me at the Olympic Village, and we ended up having like a 16 year old dating life after the Olympics for maybe a week. Like maybe it was like, He's like a crush her Snickers and he would throw us up Snickers. Now that's romantic. They ran <laughs> that love. story <laughs> along with this like, Sca- yes. <laughs> and I was like, are you kidding me? Oh, You're also so writing funny. this about a minor. Yeah. It was so, I hate that. Well, we'll, I'll send you that it's funny you mentioned that though, because I, I want to say my brother shared that article or mentioned yeah. that article like back when we were kids. He was like, dude, did you know about like what goes on? Wait, I, I knew about this? Yes. I, I like, can't it's speak thing. to this. We were 16 years old. We had armed guards outside of our door. Whoa. Because we were minors living in a village with thousands of adults. Yeah. We were never allowed to leave our room unless we had an armed guard with us. What? We only traveled. Armed? Yes. What? You have to think. You have you have minor girls. Yeah. We tend to be like the most targeted since like we're the youngest and like mm-hmm. there's all these things. So security measures, you take like, yeah. I don't know that world at all. <laughs> I stayed in my room and we watched like Harry Potter. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Uh, and which country was this in? Or countries? That China. You it was in China. Was mm-hmm. this Beijing? Yeah. That's cool. And how wait? How many golds did you win? By the way, one. That's one okay. gold, three silver. Okay, really, really cool. They say like the Olympic Village and then like nursing homes are. What? Okay, we were actually, heard I heard this? that. Wait. No, no, I heard the nursing homes are Yeah, I'm telling you, didn't know this? No. You think about like the Olympic Village, people in the best shape of their lives, just, you know, letting it Living go. life. And then nursing homes. Nothing like, to lose. Let's just. And they probably, I mean, that's pretty sad, but they don't think have about, their partner anymore. Think so. about all the like nurses that live there. Oh, yeah. Part of no, I don't even know how that logistically. No. <laughs> okay, moving right along. Sorry, I'm sorry. Matt, let's refer back to the script. Yeah, yeah, where, uh, where, are we at? where are we at on our script right now? We got a little. No, we got really off. <laughs> hey, this is the unplanned podcast. You know, anything, anything can happen. Any topic of conversation can come up. This is fun. It's cool. What What I love about what you guys do is, uh, man, there's a lot of like uh, promiscuous content, like you know no short bikini pics all over the internet people talking about gambling and like swearing but i feel like this family niche it's like also in high demand as is the other stuff but i think way more important you know it's like this is just talking Mm -hmm. about marriage and parenting it's like this is the best part of life man sean's won an olympic gold medal stood on top of the podium and i think you would say that you being a mom has mm-hmm. been way more important and way more fulfilling. So the more of this type of content, the better. So kudos to you. Yeah, Thank I will you. say also like the incredible things you guys have done and like two of the most humble people I've ever met. Because I'm like oh, learning all these you. things just so casually. <laughs> totally. And it's like you don't even want to say it. You're like, it's not. And it's like an incredible thing. And then, you know, you meet some people that 
I don't know. If they're going to be flexing accomplishments or money or anything yeah. like that, then it just makes you question a little yeah. bit. No, it just makes me want to, like, I don't know, when, when I meet people like you guys who have accomplished so much and aren't like trying to flex all the time like i just want to root for you and i just want to oh, like thank you i just want to like brag for you because like they've done all this and i want to just i, I want to be the one you know bragging about them they don't because they're not bragging about themselves mm-hmm. and um i don't know i just i it's it's not i don't like people when they're when they just like i don't know always always trying to flex and always trying to be like that but i just love how you guys are so humble so thank you yes thank yeah. you so neither one of you are from nashville but now you're in nashville what brought you here uh vanderbilt Oh, okay. Yeah. That's right. Makes yes. a lot of sense now. And All right. So Sean was roasting me in our dating story. And yeah, it's it, first of all, looking back on like dating stories always is kind of a painful experience. But <laughs> to toss it back at you, babe, we start dating and Sean was like, yeah, she had already lived like a full yeah. career at that point and and was like, hey, I'm going to move to Nashville. This is two months after we had met. Yep. And she was like, I'm going to move to Nashville. And I was like, are you coming for me? And would you say that you came for me? Is that a hundred percent? I was like, don't come for me. I got college and stuff to worry about. You freaked you. out. So anyway, she's the reason we stayed here. We love it here. And, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd probably moved away if it wasn't for you. It's but, okay. We really? were in high school and we decided we were going to get married one month in the dating. So yeah. that's great. And we're like, we're gonna go to college together and get married during college. And you did. And we did. Yeah. yeah. We got married at 20 and 21. And how, how old were you guys when you got married? 24, 23, 23, 24. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super cool. So, what's the future for the East Fam? Mm. Mm. Raising our babies. Sweet. Yeah. I love that. Being their biggest fans, biggest cheerleaders. It's so fun. The further so you guys been married, what, like four years, five? It'd be four years. Um, in July. Yeah. That's awesome. Every year that goes by, it gets better and better. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, gosh, it's really fun to look back on the past couple of years of the stuff we've done, the memories we've made, and it's like. Uh, I think of like when Picasso paints a picture, it's like he, he paints a million brushstrokes. Right. Mm -hmm. And some of those are probably mistakes. Like he probably Mm -hmm. made errors along the way, Mm -hmm. but like, and we have too, Mm -hmm. but it's fun to like take a step back and look back at the past seven years, 10 years with dating. And it's like most of the things we've done have been on, on purpose. Like Mm -hmm. it's all kind of been a beautiful picture that we've been painting like stroke by stroke. So, Hopefully, we could continue walking down that path is the goal. I Sean love loves that. my analogies. Yes. That is another <laughs> thing you guys have in common. Wait, like that, dude, that's freaky. Dude, that's actually kind of scaring me now. Like, uh, I, I, do, I do that. And I and I would relate it to, like, Picasso or something. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, so I'd, give some bit, I'd give some metaphor for something. Like, it's important to talk his story. I'm like, yeah. did you need that analogy? I'm like, I understand. That was a good one. <laughs> that was beautiful, sure. actually. But sometimes I'm like, Matt, I kind of understood it the first time you said it. I yeah. didn't need any comparison there. That's so yeah. funny. Okay. That's I love so the funny. I love the way you think. Thank you. I just I don't know. I like to have deep thoughts and like it. It's fun to like find relations between. Wait, does he do this too, or you'll just be randomly like maybe like unloading the groceries and then it'll be like, Abby, what do you want out of life? Oh, and I yeah. love a good philosophical Dude, conversation. Yeah. Philosophy. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to unload the groceries right now. That's yeah. what no, I want no, out of like, life. Seriously though, I'm like, I'm like Abby, it. like what, uh, like right, what makes you happy? Like what? At, when, yeah, at the end like, of your when life, you, like, when were you feeling the happiest you've ever felt in your life? Yeah, oh my and, I, <laughs> and maybe I get that from my dad. Like my dad would ask dad us all the time, be like, "What are your, like, what's your favorite memory with me? You know, like, what's what was the most 
fun we've ever had, like as you know, father and son. And and we talk about those things. I'm like, I don't know, maybe that just like I'm like my dad in that way. Dude, you know? it's so important though, dude. Yeah. All right, so this is the prize I'm working on. I don't even know if Sean knows about this. My goal, I lost my dad like a couple months ago, um, and it's like really made me step back and look at. Yeah, I have a son now, and my dad did an awesome job, right? Yeah. So like, what did he do right? And so I'm starting to document all this stuff, and it's turned into. Curious your thoughts on this, Matt. I'm like putting together a, uh, it's like a, a table of contents, like a binder full of like, here's a family traditions we have. Here's like all about, I'm even including like health issues that have been in our family. Like this is, this Wait. is what dad passed away from. Here's like, uh, my dad had like this modern day knighting ceremony to like, you know, make us from boys to men. It was like all, we did boy scouts and I'm like, I want to make sure I'm documenting all this. And not that my son needs to go through all that, but at least he has a foundation of mm -hmm. like, Hey, I'm not into boy scouts, but maybe I'm into this. You know what I'm saying? It's like, that's cool. I don't know. I've just, this is my project that I'm working on. Are you I, into it? I like <laughs> it. Into it. I really like that idea. That's really cool that you're doing that. It's been fun. Very, very cool. And, um, no, I mean, my dad, same way, like he was such a, such a good father and I'm so blessed to have a good father. And that's, I've, I haven't thought about doing a binder, but that's like a, a, a cool way to think about it. Like the, the playbook, I guess for, yeah, exactly. you know, showing your kids what it's, what it's like to be a man and having traditions in there. And I, I like the, the health, the health things too. My dad all the time is like, just so you know, we have macular degeneration. I, yeah. like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, dude, it's gotta have it written down somewhere. It's kind of my MO. Yeah. And I love reading, but I got books on deck for you. But like you look at principles by Ray Dalio or like I'm reading through all the presidential biographies right now. And it's like all these people, Wait. like they documented things. And it's yeah. like, I want to, I don't even know. I don't, I don't have anything important to document, but I'm going to document stuff. Yeah. So it's like, Anyway, I, I've had fun. Dude, doing it. I, I could not relate to somebody more. Reading president's biographies like that is something that I would actually do and, and enjoy. Mm -hmm. Like I'm I'm a history nerd. Like I think it's so fun to look at the past and see how we can learn from past mistakes and lead to a better future. Because the like history repeats itself. We see that like all the time throughout history, and um, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool that you're doing. That. Better let these guys get dinner with their kiddos. Yes. Yes. And do you guys have a 5:30 a.m. workout, right? Yeah, we're we're gonna be up. Dude, right I don't now. know squat about max. that. 5:30 is 3:30 a.m. Phoenix time. We're doing squat max. <sighs> but you're only in Nashville like once. Oh my dude. gosh. So. Matt's go acting like really he hasn't sure. adjusted to it's the at our, it's at our, our house. I literally so. went to bed at 3:30 last or at 3 o'clock last night editing a TikTok. So I'll, uh, <laughs> I have one of these ready for you, and I want to show you our library before we leave. Oh, so okay. Yeah, 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 we'll dude, definitely I'm, have to do I'm that. I'm into it. This is like this is I collect books is how I do it. So. Mm. Okay. Big fans of you guys. Thanks oh for letting us see. Big, big fans of you guys. Big fans of you guys. Thank you so much for doing this. I know you guys yeah. are super busy. And, and and thank you for letting us like literally film in your podcast studio. Uh, Sean and Andrew have, have a podcast as well, so you guys should definitely go follow, subscribe, check, couple check things. them out. Couple, couple things. things. You can find it like everywhere, right? All platforms. It's there. Yeah, it's a couple things. I think it has an Instagram page. It's yeah. got a... Uh, yeah, on, on YouTube, you got the videos, and then a couple things on wherever you listen to podcasts. So. That's yeah. really dope. Yeah. That's really cool. We have a good time. Well, you guys, this was such a pleasure to have you, and um, hopefully, hopefully, we'll see you around. Come visit us if you're ever in Phoenix. Like we'd we'd love to say hi. Um, but yeah, cool. All right, three, two, one. Peace, Peace out, dudes. <laughs>